Hey, what's up, podcast listeners? This is Wong. Um, I, I got some exciting news for you. I just launched an exclusive text community that you can be a part of. Um, you're going to have insider access with what I'm up to. You're going to have a closer relationship with me. You can text me anything. You can text me questions. And then also, too, I'm going to be showing some love to some of the people in the text community by uh, giving you some giveaways. Okay, some mystery giveaways I've been giving out during my master classes, I'm actually going to be giving to some people in the text community. So take out your phone right now if you haven't texted me yet and text the number 916-888-9895. Again, that is 916-888-9895. Uh, just text me anything. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Text me a question, what's up, anything. But thank you so much. I'll see you in the text community. Welcome to the Fong Vo Show. Now let's go. The content of this month is the flywheel. Okay, so I'll tell you exactly what it is. Now back then, I'm sure you all have heard of a funnel, okay, in some way or another. All right, so we got marketing, right? You bring people in, you attract people, then you got sales, convert them into a customer. But in 2022, what's going the, the uh, concept that people are adopting is called the flywheel. And if you can see, it's very different than the funnel. Okay. In fact, it's going to be the way that most businesses are going to be marketing their companies. So how it works is you got attraction. You attract people to your business. Um, there are people that have never heard of you and, uh, and they're strangers and they become someone that is considering learning about your business. Then you got engagement and then you got delight. All right. So if you need to take a screenshot, take a screenshot now and I'm going to go over what each one means. Okay. Let's continue on. So uh, let's start with attracting. So attraction is building brand awareness, you know, to get people to learn more about who you are. Now, the question then becomes, how do you build brand awareness? How do you get more people to know more about your business? And in this day and age, in 2022, the best ways to do it, I'm going to share three ways that you can, uh, three things you can do to attract more people, to build your brand. The first one through so is uh, social media. So it's very efficient. Uh, there are th billions of people using social media, and you can reach thousands of people with one post. So for example, um, I think about two weeks ago, I had a very viral, I would say a very viral for me, okay? <laughs> um, very viral for me. I had about 40,000 people uh, see one of my posts. On LinkedIn, it shows you analytics of how well each post performs. And 40,000 people saw it. So for me, that was the best performing post I've ever done. That was the highest I've ever done. And with a single post, I've reached 40,000 people. And across that whole week with all my posting, I think I reached about 120,000 people that have never heard about me before, but then they know who Fongvo is. So social media is a fantastic way in 2022 to build brand awareness. Another way is become a host. Become a host of a fun party. Okay, become a host of a fun party. So for example... I am the host of this fun party we have right now, <laughs> okay? And we have, what, 74 people here. We're going to have more people jumping on later on. 
you know, people like to come in late, but I am the host of the party. 74 people now know who Fong Vo is. In fact, we're also on Facebook Live, and there's usually a couple people just hanging out on Facebook Live watching from afar, right? So you maybe add another 10 people. We got 84 people that now knows who Fong Vo is. Imagine if you have your own online event. Imagine if you have your own webinar. Imagine if you have your own masterclass or your own networking event. So think of a way that you can become the host of the party. Because think about the last holiday uh, party you went to. You know, if there was 10, 20 people there, you probably forgot most of the people that were there. You really remember the one person the most is the host, right? The host is the most memorable person at the party. And so think about how you can become the host. If you are the host, you will be more memorable to all of your prospects. So you can do that through classes, like I said, webinars or networking events, different online events. And then number three is virtual networking. Okay, so uh, virtual networking is here to stay. You know, and some people are like, oh, how about in-person networking? In-person networking is great too, but I'm all about efficiency. I want you to save time right? Instead of driving an hour to a networking event, a 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back, and maybe talk to a handful of people, why not do it virtually where you can meet 10, 20 different people within one hour? And guess what? You don't have to put on pants. You don't have to put on makeup, you know, like <laughs> you can virtually network from your home. And so that is the third way to build brand awareness is through virtual networking. So number one, social media. Number two, be the host of the party through classes or, you know, master classes, webinars, networking events. And number three is attend virtual networking events. Now let's move on to the second part of the flywheel. So number one is attraction. Number two is engagement. So engagement is connecting and interacting with your prospects. How do you do that? Well, you build a community. So for example, um, last weekend, I was at a, a, a grand opening. So about two years ago, I took my dog Kalua. Uh, she's a chocolate lab and a German short hair pointer. Uh, she's three years old. Her name is Kalua. And um, uh, we took her to a place called All Stage Canine Development to have her, you know, dog train. Um, they trained us how to, you know, teach her tricks. And they also taught her while we were there. And so um, they had a virtual grant. I mean, I'm sorry, an in-person grant opening. Uh, they're reopening because um, they've expanded to a new location. And so before they just had dog training and now they have a retail store. Now they have dog grooming. And in a few months, they're going to be opening up a daycare, doggy daycare. And so they're expanding. And I thought to myself, wow, this company is doing great. I am so happy I supported them when they were really, really new. Why are they winning? Why are they growing? And the reason is they are building commu a community. And so when I attended the grand opening, there were people laughing, there were people with their dogs, they were engaging with each other. It's because All Stage Canine Development built a community, a strong community where people can be uh, you know, helping and supporting each other. And so think about how you can build a community. You know, for example, right now, I am building a community. You know, there's 78 people in this call that's going to get an opportunity to meet each other, to engage with each other, to add value to each other. So think about how you can do the same as well. How can you build a community um, around your business and your offerings? So that's, that's uh, one way you can engage with your prospects. Number two, reply to comments. Okay, this is a really, really big one. Whenever I post on social media, 
I always reply to all the comments that I have. If I don't reply to it on that day or the next day, I usually reply within one to two weeks. I, I make sure I reply to as many as possible. You know, I sometimes miss one because maybe like, you know, I didn't get a notification, but I reply to 99.9% of them. Reply to all your comments because when you reply to your comments, you are engaging with them, right? You're engaging with prospects. You're engaging with people that care about you. And when you reply, you show them that you care and you're taking time out of your day to engage with them. And so that's number two, reply to all your comments. And number three is answer questions. Okay, so uh, in this webinar, in this masterclass, I am answering questions. When I answer questions, I'm engaging with you, right? You have a question, I'm responding and I'm adding value to you. And so think about how you can answer questions. Maybe you do a webinar where you answer the most common questions uh, people have related to your industry, right? Whether you're a financial advisor, like I see Steve, uh, Steve, he's in the finance world. You know, a ton of people have questions about finances. Um, you can Google, you know, common questions people have about finances, and there's going to be hundreds of them. And you can start answering them and, and videotaping you answering them, right? Bookkeeping. I see Sandy here. She's here every single month. I want to shout out Sandy. Thank you for being here, Sandy. So Sandy's a bookkeeper. And guess what? People have bookkeeping questions. People have money questions. So she could be answering questions in a webinar format. And so think about how you can answer people's questions so that way you can add value to them. Okay, and then the last part is delight. So delight is over-delivering your products and services. So under-promise, over-deliver. Under-promise, over-deliver. Do more than what was agreed upon. You know, uh, one of our clients uh, we're doing social media for, um, what was agreed upon is doing 12 posts for them. Well, last month, we, last month we did 14. So we promised 12, but we did 14. And they're happy because... You know, I did more than what was expected. Uh, we agreed that I would leave a hundred, I mean, I'm sorry, not a hundred, a thousand comments, a thousand comments on posts. We did a thousand and seven. We gifted them a really unique gift. So do more that will delight your customers. And when you do that, they're going to stick with you for a very long time. So that is the portion of this month, attract, number two, engage, and number three, delight. If you do those three things in 2022, you're going to win. That is how you market your company in 2022. Uh, let's go into the first question. The first question comes from Hannah S. Hannah S. is asking, what digital platform should I advertise my website on? What digital platform should I advertise my website on? Mandy M. is also asking a very, very similar question, which is what is the best platform to use paid advertising. Okay. So uh, I use a framework. There are three things you need to think about uh, when you're advertising. So keep in mind that advertising is when you're paying a platform to be seen by people, okay? Like you're spending money. Um, so the first thing is play, uh, you want to focus on the place with the most attention for the lowest cost. Uh, focus on the most attention for the lowest cost. So for example, if you're spending $1 to be seen by one person, that's not really a great deal, right? You're only, you're spending $1 to be seen by one person. But if you spend $1 to be seen by 100 people, it's definitely a better deal than spending $1 to be seen by one, one person. So you got to look for the platforms where there's the most attention, where you're getting the best deal, 
So, you know, it used to be magazines, but magazines, nobody really reads magazines anymore, right? People don't really consume content that much on TV advertising. And so that you're probably not getting a great deal for your money if you're focusing on those platforms. The best place to spend your money right now is social media. It's very cheap. And you also get more people to see um, uh, your content, your ads. So that's the first thing to think about. Look for look for the areas with the most attention at the lowest cost. Number two, um, it really also depends on uh, where your prospects are hanging out. So you got to do a little bit of research on where your prospects are hanging out. So for example, if you are in the B2B space, if you're a business to business, um, then LinkedIn is definitely the best place for you to spend your advertising dollars because there are so many business owners on LinkedIn. Now, if you're targeting, let's say, 45 to 90-year-olds, then Facebook will probably be your best bet because a lot of 45 to 90-year-olds use Facebook. Um, if you're targeting under 25, like people uh, under the age of 25, then TikTok. TikTok ads might be a great place to advertise. And so you got to do a little bit of research into who your prospects are and where are they hanging out on social media? Which platforms are they hanging out? Um, and then number three is determine whether or not you are ready for advertising. And so in my experience, uh, Mandy and uh, Hannah, most people are not ready for advertising. Um, the benchmark that I have that allows you to see whether or not you're ready for advertising is are you posting two to four times a day on social media that adds value? If you're not posting two to four times a day, then you are not ready for advertising. And the reason why is because number one, that's free reach, right? It's free to post on social media. So if you're not maximizing the free stuff, why are you spending money on stuff that you can get for free? Right? So uh, post on social media two to four times a day first. And once you're ready for more, then you can advertise to increase the amount of people that will see you even more. So that's a benchmark. Um, also too, think about this, advertising success. This is a, one of my pet peeves of mine, okay? Everybody, this is a pet peeve. So a big mistake that people make is they make one ad on social media and then it doesn't work and they say social media doesn't work. Okay, they post once or they make one ad, it doesn't work and then they say it doesn't work. It depends on the creative content. It's the creative content that matters. And so if your creative content sucks, <laughs> then it's not going to do well. So the key is to create a ton of creative content. You know, think of it like a numbers game. If I put out 100 pieces of advertising out there and two of them do well, then that's great. I know that two pieces of advertising did, did well right? And that two pieces of advertising could make up for all the 98 of them that failed. And so it's predicated on creating creative content that is going to attract your customers and add value to them. And so if you're putting out content, you get to see which ones work and which ones don't. And so that way, if you find one that works, if you find one that a lot of people are really engaging with it, then you can spend money and boost that post or make it seen to more people. And so if I were you, I would be uh, thinking about how you can post two to four times a day and build out a content team, whether you hire an agency or a freelance uh, or freelancers, build out a team that will help you create two to uh, four pieces of content a day. All right. So hope that helps.
Um, let's move on to the next question. Next question is coming from Philip G. Philip G is asking, when do you pay for marketing? Okay, when do you pay for marketing? So um, when you pay for your uh, for marketing is when you are making money. Okay? <laughs> if you are making money in your business, then you need to be allocating a budget for marketing. Why? Because if you are not allocating any money for marketing, you are becoming irrelevant. Your competitors are leapfrogging you. So I'll give you an example. I see um, Denise here. Denise Vinoy, I know she's a bookkeeper. She's one of our mentors. So let's say a prospect is looking for a bookkeeper. Okay, and they're thinking, hmm, who should I use? Who should I use for my bookkeeping? They're going to probably do some research and maybe call up three places, okay? Well, guess what? If you are someone who they've heard before and the other two they've never heard, then they're probably going to go with you first. Okay, they're probably going to choose you if they've heard of you first, right? Think about all the products and services you've ever purchased. If you're like, hmm, I need a, I need a financial advisor. Who do I know? And then one person comes to mind and nobody else, then that person's probably going to earn the business. Same thing with the bookkeeper. So what marketing does, it makes you top of mind. So if you are not top of mind, then your competitors are. And if your competitors are spending money on, on marketing, then they're going to win business before you are. And so think of marketing in that way. It makes you top of mind. You know, that's why all of these mega companies, McDonald's, Amazon, they spend so much money on advertising, millions and millions of dollars a year because they want you to think of them first before anybody else. And so when, when do you spend money on marketing? You spend money when you're making money, okay? So uh, what I would do is I would allocate five to 15% of your annual revenue on marketing. So let's say you're making $100,000 a year, spend anywhere between $5,000 to $15,000 on marketing okay, as a, as a budget. And then from that, and this is getting a little technical now, from that budget that you create, 60 to 80% of it should go towards social media, okay? Because social media has the most attention right now. That's the place where most people are hanging out. And so, and so 60 to 80%, 80% should be spent on most, uh, social media creating content, right? Maybe hiring a team, freelancers, an agency to create content, to post on social media. And then rest of it is play money. You know, try different things, see what works, see what doesn't. And so that's what I would uh, do, Philip G, if I were you, is uh, I would be, uh, if you're making money right now, which I assume you are in your business, you should be spending money on marketing right now. Okay, next question comes from six different people. <laughs> okay, six different people are asking a very similar question. What are cost-effective ways to market your business? Okay, and then eight other people are asking, what are my thoughts on social media and how to use it? Okay, so they're very similar questions. So uh, I have something really good for you. I have good news, everybody. Um, there's a marketing strategy that you can use for free. Wow. All right, everybody ready for this? There's a social, there's a, uh, a marketing strategy you can use for free. It's called social media. And social media is free. In fact, it reaches over one, there's over, <laughs> I see some people cracking up. You guys crack me up. So uh, there's uh, a couple billion people in the world using social media on their phones. 
Okay, so post on social media. It does not cost you a dime to post on social media. But yet, most people are not posting on social media. And the ones that are posting on social media are winning. They're winning in business. And so I'm going to assume that most of you don't know where to start with social media. And so I'll give you tips on that. But if you do know where to start and you've heard this before and you're not posting on social media, you got to start, okay? Because you're, you are uh, leaving money on the table. All right. So this is where to start with social media. Number one, create a long form piece of content. Create a long form piece of content. What is a long form piece of content? It's about four, it's over 45 minutes. So for example, right now at this webinar, this is what I consider a long form piece of content. I'm recording this masterclass, right? I'm recording this masterclass. You can also do a podcast over 45 minutes. I'm recording this. And step number two is I'm going to edit this into two to five minute social media clips. Okay, so I'm answering different questions right now. I'm gonna chop each question up to two to five minute videos. And then I'm going to post it on social media. And so within this 45 minute session or this one hour session, I've created maybe 10, 15 different pieces of social media content within this one hour. And so be very efficient with your time. Think about how you can create so much content in a, shorter period, uh, a short period of time. And so not only do I have this video content I'm, that I'm going to be posting on social media, I'm also going to be transcribing it. So all the words that I'm saying right now, I'm going to copy all of that. And then I'm going to post that on social media as well, because some people might not see the video, but they might see the words. Some people might see the words, but they might not see the video. And so um, that is the best way to market your business with a low budget. Okay. In fact, it costs you nothing. So it's better than low uh, is to post on social media. And the steps to do that is create a long form piece of content, edit it to you know, some clips, uh, transcribe the written, so that way you can post that as well, and then start posting. And by the way, I recommend that everybody on here should be posting two to four times a day, two to four times a day. I'm posting three times a day right now. I'm going to be ramping up to four because the more you post, the more people are going to see it. And the more you post, the more people are going to see it. Now, the, when you post, it has to add value. Okay, It can't be a post saying, buy my stuff, you use my services. Nobody's going to like that. Okay. It has to give the other person some useful information they don't know, um, know about. Okay. So, um, let's move on to the next question. The next question comes from Brenda, Brenda S. Brenda is asking, what are your thoughts on ways to use relationship marketing? To your, for your business. What are your thoughts on using um, relationship marketing for your business? Okay, my thoughts, I love it. Okay, I love relationship marketing. In fact, relationship marketing is a very good idea because it shows that you love your existing network and that you care about them. And so I always think relationship marketing is a great idea. So for example, you know, I like to practice what I preach, right? I like to, the stuff that I share, I do myself. And so, um, for example, look what I'm doing right now. 
I am showing some love to all of you by giving some giveaways. Okay. That's relationship marketing. I'm giving away free stuff to this community, to the people here. That's relationship marketing. Uh, what else? Last week, I sent a text, uh, a text to my text community. In fact, if you're not in my text community, I'm going to share the number because you are missing out. So um, I texted everybody in my text community saying, I hope you have a happy December and I hope you end this year really strong. And that motivated some people. You know, I got some texts back saying, oh, thank you so much, Fong. I needed that. And so think about how you can do the same to your audience and your network as well, is adding value, engaging with them. And keep in mind that relationship marketing is all about intent, right? If your intent is to sell, it's not really relationship marketing, okay? It's uh, more like sales <laughs> if you're trying to sell. Um, be genuine. You know, if you genuinely care about them, then that is relationship marketing. If you're looking out for the other person. And how do you do that? There's many ways nowadays. Uh, I recommend having a text community. You know, having a group, like a Facebook group is good. Um, email, um, meetup events sort of like this event where you're bringing people together. And so this is all about relationship marketing. And so um, to answer your question, I love relationship marketing. Okay, so talking about the text community, uh, before I move on to the next question, if you all have not joined my text community yet, I'm going to put it in the chat for everybody to join. Some of you are already in it. So if you've already gotten a text back for me saying that you're in it, then you don't need to text it again. But if you never got a text from me saying that you're in the text community, then uh, definitely text that number. It's 916-888-9895. Okay, 916-888-9895. And as a thank you, I am actually going to be giving some more giveaways to people in the text community. Okay, so talking about giving and, you know, relationship marketing, I'm giving more giveaways to the people in the text community. So if you join the text community, you might get a chance to win the giveaway. And I also uh, give love to the people in the text community first. And I, I believe it works in most countries. Okay, I know Ian Kingwell. I don't know if you're, you're here, Ian, but Ian's from Australia. And for some reason, the text, work, the text worked. So that was kind of cool. Um, all right. So uh, let's move on to the next question. Next question comes from Vinky. How to connect with more people and raise capital on social media? How to connect with more people and raise capital on social media? Okay, so Vinky, what I would do if I were you, and this is for companies that are startups, okay? Uh, companies that are looking, to, uh, looking for investors who invest hundreds and thousands of dollars to their startup companies. I would go into LinkedIn and I would type in venture capitalists. Okay, venture capitalists are people that have a ton of money that are looking to invest in startup companies. Enter. Okay, and I'm going to select people. Okay, it's going to filter it by people. Look at that. There are a ton. In fact, there are 5,500 venture capitalists. Okay, and then I am going to start connecting with every single venture capitalist. I'm going to add a note. I'm going to say, hey, Matthew, I would love to add you to my professional network. Have a great day. And then I'm going to send it. Matthew's going to see that. He might connect, he might not, but guess what? 
it's okay if he doesn't because you can send out two to 300 connection requests a week. Two to 300 connection requests a week. That's the max limit on LinkedIn. And so even if, you know, 25% of them connect with you, you still have 50 to 75 people that are connecting. You're connecting with 70, 50 to 75 venture capitalists a week. And then after you connect with them, I would start adding content on social media because they're going to be looking at their feed, right? They're going to be scrolling. What's up? What's up? And you want to make sure that you will show up. And so I would create content that's going to get their attention. Okay. Because remember, they're looking for investments. They're looking for companies to invest in companies that are going to give them a 10 X, 20 X, 100 X return on their investment. And so if you're posting something really unique about your business that will attract their attention, they might reach out to you and invest in your company and learn more about your company. And so that's exactly what I would do. If I'm looking for investors, I would go into LinkedIn. I would type in venture capitalists. I would connect with them and I would start putting out content that will attract their attention on social media. Okay, so the framework that I wanna, want everybody to know right now is called give, 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 ask. Give, 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 ask. So when you give, give out information that's going to add value to them. So I know you're with Legal Shield. I would be answering questions. Okay, so like questions like, um, what happens if this happens to me, right? Legally, what happens if this happens to me? And then you answer that question. What happens if I get sued? What do I do, right? So you're answering questions that people might have, right? Like common questions that people have. And when you answer those questions, you're adding values to them. And so think about, you can go on Google and you can type in top question, top legal questions people have. Okay, top legal questions people have. And you're going to get a list of dozens and dozens of different questions that you can answer. And so this is true for every single industry in here. If you are in marketing, what are top marketing questions people have? If you are in bookkeeping, what are top bookkeeping questions people have on Google? And then write them down and think of a way you can respond to those questions. And so that's what I would do if I were you, Teresa, is to Google those questions, legal questions, and then answer them and then post that on social media. I think that's the easiest way um, for people to create content. So I like that idea, Fong, except for in our business as Legal Shield Independent Associates, we are not supposed to give out legal answers. Our goal is to direct them to the attorneys for that. But we can always share, you know, stories from our members. Yeah. Yeah, you can certainly do that. Another approach, and that's one approach, right, is looking like you're the expert, Okay in the topic that you're doing. If you can't do that for legal reasons, then the other approach is finding what you enjoy. And so for example, I enjoy weightlifting. It has nothing to do with marketing, what I do, right? So I might create weightlifting content and I'm going to attract other people that also like weightlifting. And they're going to check me out and say, oh, what does Fong do? I know he's really into weightlifting, but what does he do? Oh, he's with marketing. Oh, cool. I need marketing services, right? So think about how you can build an audience with the other passions that you have, the things that you like and create content around that. That's another approach that you can take. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Hope that helps. All right. I'm Definitely. going to answer a few uh, more questions and we're going to start the giveaways. 
everybody. Uh, you know, I know that usually the events are one hour. I'm going to extend this to another uh, an hour and 15. So that way you all still have time to network with other people in the class. Okay. So keep in mind, this is going to go an extra 15 minutes over the hour. Um, so Brenda, you got a question. What's your question? Yeah, so you were talking about taking a long piece of video and turning it into short clips. And I was wondering if you could recommend some software for actually doing that editing for somebody who has no experience. Mm -hmm. um, the one I use, uh, this is the first one I've used and this is the only one I've used so far. It's completely free. And you know, there's a little learning curve just like everything else, right? But once you uh, learn it, it becomes easy. So I use uh, DaVinci like uh, DaVinci Resolve, D-A, I'm gonna put in a chat for everybody. So that way you um, you have it, DaVinci Resolve. Okay, that's what I do. And also what's really cool is if you have a question, like, I mean, like maybe you're trying to make the sound uh, louder, right? Maybe the audio is really soft and people can't hear it when you're editing it. You can go on Google and say, how do I increase the volume on DaVinci Resolve on YouTube? And there's, there's going to be a ton of videos um, that will tell you how. So that's how I learned is, you know, if I ran into something, I'm like, hmm, how do I make this look better? I'll go on, DaVinci, I'll go on YouTube and type in, how do I make this look better on DaVinci Resolve, right? And so that's the tool I use. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. All right, let's keep, let's keep on going. Philomena, thank you for being here. You have a question? Um, I am not social media or internet high tech. So when you talk about posting on social media, what do you mean? Facebook, LinkedIn, when yep. you say social media, okay. Yeah. So, okay, my, uh, my business is health coaching. And I don't know how to ask and answer those questions like you just say, go to Google and say, can I just say weight loss question people ask? Mm -hmm. Can yep. I just type that in? Yes. Top weight loss question people ask. Yes. And yeah. then answer the question. Mm -hmm. Top weight and loss questions people have. Top health questions um, people have. And you can see so many different search results. You know, keep, keep typing in different ways of asking a question. You'll see different things show up. My, my main focus is to help middle-aged women who are overweight to shed extra pounds without going on any crazy diet or over-exercising. The main goal is I am going to help them develop the one diet that Facebook. works best for them. Facebook. Facebook is a great, yeah, great. Facebook has a lot of uh, middle-aged women, okay? So okay. if you're targeting middle-aged women, I would go on Facebook. So based on what I've told you, in addition to asking top weight loss questions people ask or health questions people ask, what can I ask that is specifically related to my goal of helping them develop the one diet that works best for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I would talk about um, different diets. You know, what are the different diets out there? Okay. What are the benefits of each diet? What are the downsides of each diet? Um, you know, uh, what, what diets have worked for your clients, right? There are many ways that you can take it. I would put out every single piece of content possible for that. Okay, mm -hmm. thank you. Yeah, thank you, Philomena, for being here. Denise, you're up. Hey, first of all, wow, wow, wow. Love the content and I love the flywheel. Never seen it before, so that is awesome. Awesome, okay, thank you. So my question, 
uh, it's a little different than probably most of the questions that you've been getting is because, so live creatively. It, I don't just do coaching. So as an entrepreneur, you know, you look at other ways of having residual income and, and other things, right, that you do. So what would be your best advice if you have multiple things that you do? How can I then uh, have social media posts if I don't just want to focus on the one thing? Yeah. That's a great question. And this comes, I mean, this can definitely help other people that might be involved in different things, right? Like I'm involved in happy neighborhood project. I'm an also, I'm also have my own company, you know? Um, and so I would post all of it, you know, the things that you enjoy posting, post all of it. So that way people get to know you more, you know, um, people are multidimensional, you know, not everybody fits with, within one box. People have many different dimensions to them. And so um, I would post all of it, you know, and post the things that you actually enjoy. Great, because like everything is under the live creatively umbrella. Mm -hmm. So while, yes, I'm a life coach and career coach, I also live creatively by other means. Yes. And post that. Yeah. People want to get to know you, you know, and so the more you can post out there, they'll get to know different sides of you and they'll like you more. Thank you. You're welcome, Denise. Thank you for being here. Great to see you. Sandy, you're up next. I'm going to answer uh, three more questions. Sandy, Kirsten, Hannah. And Sandy LaBelle, right? Yes, Sandy LaBelle. Okay, <laughs> thank you. And uh, I'll give an amen to what Denise said. You're doing an excellent job really giving us um, information that we can use. So thank you. Um, I just had a question about the on social media, for example, on Instagram. What is the best way to have a broader reach because I put I put my photos up on like direct feed and I don't really have a lot of hit off of that but is there a way to do it oh, yeah. on real or I got so you talk, right now. talk to us about that. I got you right now Sandy okay so if anybody else is using Instagram um, Instagram's organic reach has been decreasing okay so if you just put on the feed less people are going to see it because Instagram wants you to pay ads and so a way around it, if you're, you, know, you don't have uh, much money, is you go to the ex, uh, Explorer tab. Okay, on Instagram, there's Explorer tab. And you can type in hashtags. So hashtags, whatever you think your prospects are following. And so, you know, for example, um, uh, let's use, oh, perfect example. One of my clients, um, they work with moms. Okay, moms. So a great hashtag for them is hashtag moms. <laughs> so go to hashtag moms. We see all the top posts. Okay. So if you type in hashtag moms in the Explorer, you're going to see all the top posts from mom influencers and you start engaging with it. So they might post a picture of them and their family at social, uh, at, uh, at Disneyland. And I'll comment and I'll say, Hey, wow, what a beautiful family picture. What are you enjoying most about your family vacation? And they're going to see that and they're going to be like, huh, who is Sandy LaBelle? That's very thoughtful of her to comment on my posts about how I'm, you know, and asking me how I'm enjoying my vacation, they click on your profile and they see what you do and they might follow you and they might engage back with you. And if you do that at scale, if you do that with a hundred different moms, you're going to have a lot of them following you and get to know who you, who you are and what you do. And so an approach to Instagram is engagement, typing in hashtags that your prospects are probably following, right? So 
you know, the hashtags that, you know, we're looking at for our uh, client is hashtag moms. They live in um, Roseville. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Folsom. So hashtag Folsom moms, hashtag Sacramento moms, like local different hashtags that moms might be following and start engaging with them, just just commenting on their posts. And so that's what I would do. And and you're going to have more people following you. And the more people that follow you, the more people that are going to see your newsfeed and your posts. Brilliant. Thank you. All right. Hope that helps. Sandy, thank you for being here. All right. Kirsten and then Hannah. Hi, Fawn. Thank you so much. Um, wonderful, wonderful content that you're providing at no charge, nonetheless. Um, so in financial services is highly regulated. Um, I'm curious, kind of, how do you tip toe through the tulips and not, <laughs> yeah, you know, not would, get in trouble. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I definitely understand that. I know a lot of um, other financial advisors and they always have to get things approved, you know, like, can I do this? Can I do this? And so I would take the approach that Teresa, that I share with Teresa, which is in the legal field is to post things that you like, you know, things that you enjoy. And so if you enjoy quilting, Okay, or you enjoy uh, running, or you enjoy weightlifting, then post content around that things that you naturally enjoy. Maybe you like sports teams. Okay, I like the SF Giants, San Francisco Giants, some of you know that. And so, you know, if I was going to take your approach, I would post um, stuff about the San Francisco Giants, and I'm going to start attracting people that like San Francisco Giants, and can relate to that. And they're going to eventually click on your profile. And if they need a financial advisor, well, guess what? They already like you. They already know that you also like whatever, you know, you decide to post. And they're going to hopefully um, use your services. So that's what I would do if I were you, Kirsten. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. All right. Last question, Hannah. If anybody has any more questions, feel free to text me. Okay. Feel free to text me. That number I shared earlier, that's the best place. Um, Hannah, uh, what is your question? Okay, let me unmute. Well, I, I'm hi, hi, Pong. I I'm sorry I got here late because I was working, you know, later tonight. But I um I am a woman-owned business since 1994, uh, due to to the deaths of my husband, my manager, and my mother in three months. I had to step up to a plate to the plate and run a business. We sell, you know, hand and power tools to contractors and the homeowner. Um, we've been in business 37 years. I would like to tell my story and also brand my business. I have a story to tell not only to women, but to men. And I would like to get on a podcast to tell people how I, went about after the loss of these, you know, very, very close people that I, 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 I was strong enough to, to get going on the business to computerize and, and expand and add more products and, and compete against the big guys like Home Depot and Lowe's and of course now Amazon. And we're launching a new website now, toolfactoryoutlet.com. So, I mean, I, 
I want, I would like to write my story and I'd like to get on a podcast. And also um, learn about what are the best platforms to advertise my website on. And, and right. you gave, you gave very good information. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I heard that. This yeah. is a great session. Okay. Thank awesome. you. Thank you for being here, Hannah. So uh, let me ask this. Who owns a podcast? Anybody here has a podcast that really vibe with Hannah's story? I do. Okay. Denise, right there. Denise, type in, uh, message Hannah right there, please. I will. Uh, thank you so much. Right there. Look at that, Hannah. You're in the right hey, place. Oh, so this is okay. what it's all about. Okay. Okay. We're yeah. Where we yeah. all support each other. Anybody yeah. else have a podcast? Kurt okay. Roscoff, he's on here. Don't be shy, yeah. Kurt. Oh, Kurt, yes. Kurt, I yeah. haven't. Yeah, Kurt done. has a okay. So Kurt, look at that. All right. You got yeah, two I know. Podcasts. I have to. I have to get back to Kurt. Yes, I'm sorry. And guess if, what? If he's on here, but yes, um, Darlene, I, I'd Darlene, like to right there. Yeah, Darlene. Many people here have people that you can connect with, so you're in the right place. Kurt and Denise and Darlene and everybody else mm-hmm. probably knows someone that has a podcast that can help you, and so uh, so mm-hmm. that that's taken care of. Um, number two, the platform that I would be on if I'm selling power tools and different products is I would be on Facebook. Okay, so Facebook um, has a lot of that demographic and I would type in different groups, right? Contractors group. There's a ton of contractors group. Painters group, right? Uh, uh, construction group. You'll find different groups dedicated for those types of people. You can join them and you can start sharing your story and sharing um, you know, different products and the things that you uh, provide and information, like which products are better, which products to choose, which ones aren't good for contractors and add value to them. And they're going to be like, huh, I wonder what Hannah does. I wonder what, you know, uh, this you know, website's all about. And they click on it and they learn more about it. So that's exactly what I would do, Hannah, is go to Facebook, look up those groups where the contractors are hanging out and then start adding content in those groups. What about Instagram and LinkedIn? Uh, Instagram, probably not. Little Swing's a little low, uh, younger. Um, so that might not be a, as effective. And hey, you know, they're everywhere. They might be using Instagram, but I'd say the most effective where they're mostly hanging out is Facebook. And uh, LinkedIn, uh, you can give it a try. Um, there are many contractors on LinkedIn. In fact, you can go to the search bar and type in contractor. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you you might get a search, uh, some good search results and start connecting with those people on LinkedIn. 